There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I hope everybody is doing well out there. My name is Josh, and that is Jim Price over there. Hello, hey guys, good to see you out there. He's not really over there. Oh, He's like over there he's in over Kansas, there. and I'm over here yeah. in Minnesota, and you guys are over there in Western New York. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, today is the 23rd of October. Um, Joe Biden is the worst president to ever have stepped foot. In the White House, uh, he's absolutely oblivional. Ab- uh, what else do we have? We have um, we have uh, just absolute chaos <clears throat> happening in the world. It was a long weekend for me because I was out of town again. But I come back, and uh, j- just so everybody knows, you know, <clears throat> and, and this is maybe a, a warning, the heat for all of you guys out there. Mm-hmm. I-, I travel a lot. I, I drive mainly everywhere I go. And the reason I drive is because, number one, um, I don't want to get stranded in the case of an emergency, national emergency, that type of thing. And number two is I get to take my guns with me. Um, and, and I'm not going to make this a Second Amendment show, but I, I had, uh, uh, let me see, a rifle, two pistols, and a few hundred rounds of ammunition with me this week when I traveled. Right. And I brought, you know, brought back my other rifle. And so <clears throat> I, I don't go anywhere unless I have the ability to travel freely by myself and right. as long as I have the right to my, the, the ability to defend myself. And so heed that warning because, you know, I'm not paranoid. I promise you I'm not paranoid. But right. we are in a very volatile world and there's a lot of things happening. And any day the straw can break the camel's back. And we can find ourselves in a situation in this country to where all chaos and mayhem is breaking out. And I don't mean by Americans getting mad at their politicians. I mean by people from other countries who have been strategically placed in this country rising up to try to undermine your sovereignty, your freedom, and your liberty. You know, Jim, right. when yes, we sir. look at the border, when we look at the border, there's a lot of things that <clears> – <throat> Uh, people don't see many, you know, the liberal left and the left wing media would love to tell you that, oh, it's just mothers and children and, and good loving fathers that are coming over that border. You know what? If that was the case, if honestly, if that was the case, I think Americans would be more open to uh, changing immigration laws and allowing those families to come over the border legally and come into this country. But unfortunately, right. that's not the case. The majority of the families that you encounter on the border, the children are being human trafficked, the women are not their mothers, and the fathers are the handlers. And that comes directly from Customs and Border Patrol. The right. other people coming over that border are not even from Mexico, Central America, or South America. They're from Northern Africa. They're from the Middle East. They're from China. And they're most likely militants trained in militant camps that are highly radicals that are being strategically placed in various liberal cities known as sanctuary cities all around the country. And we laugh and joke when DeSantis or Abbott, the governors of Texas and Florida, 
bus these people to Washington, D.C. or to Martha's Vineyard or New York City. But in right. actuality, what are they doing? They're giving that these these terrorists, these potential terrorists, free reign directly into the heart of our country. They're perpetuating mm-hmm. the left's agenda while conservatives laugh and, and clap about it. You know, uh, there's uh, a, quite a few gentlemen out there that have came forth about this. One was Phil Haney, Phil Haney, who was a senior executive over the Department of Homeland Security. In 2010, he was a whistleblower against Barack Obama's DHS for the, uh, the rampant infiltration of the Department of Homeland Security and many local and public offices of what was known as the Muslim Brotherhood, which has close ties to Hezbollah and Hamas. Right. Um, Phil Haney claimed that there was this elaborate plan to infiltrate our cities and produce um, terrorist cells that would one day rise up against a destabilizing United States and take over our cities by promoting and promulgating terrorism. Right. Now, I think that we've come to that point in time where this is actually going to happen. What are your thoughts, Jim? No, absolutely. I mean, you, you can see that this is a it's it's watering down no different than our currency. It's watering down our population. And there are actually real numbers, real uh, evidence. They've done studies on how a country can uh, how allow for immigration and immigration is is a good thing. There's there's actually a part of immigration that's very beneficial to a country because it does bring in and, and it challenges the system and it causes it to be better. But the level that we're at now is so unhealthy, it is absolutely destructive. And no different than how Britain, uh, the, you know, the island over there, the, that, they're overran. Uh, they're having their own, uh, Sharia law police officers. They have, they've, uh, these communities have developed, uh, these Islamic type, uh, you know, I don't know, security guards, I guess you would say. But it's changing what they look like. It's changing the culture. It's changing the economy. It's changing the safety of things. And I'm not saying that every person that crosses that border is an issue. But the problem is when you're hearing people coming from terrorist watch list countries and they're showing up at the hundreds at the border, that Josh, I was just having this conversation this morning at coffee that, you know, they're saying there's seven seven or eight million people in the last two and a half years have come across the border. Well, there's actually some people that are saying that that's only about a tenth because that's only what we've caught or intercepted or tracked. So that's not all the ones that, you know, coming through the middle of the night in these big groups that weren't caught and are coming still through the east and west borders of our country. But the southern border is wide open. So there's a bigger there is a bigger problem than just the idea of just the sheer numbers. Let's say they don't have evil intent. Just the sheer numbers causes an enormous imbalance to the country, which could take 20 to 30 years to balance back out. And that is a real thing. Well, you're, you're right. And not only that, is that this is an everyday process, people. Go look out there at your news and see all of the various different protests that are occurring throughout the United States of America right now that are pro-Palestine. Now, listen, I, I'm not anything against people who are pro-Palestine. I'm pro-Palestine. I'm pro-Israel. I'm pro the people of Palestine and pro the people of Israel. And I think that that is the big difference that needs to be had and understood is that there's a difference between people of a country and then the radical political and religious sects of that country. 
of which those radical political and religious sects are the ones that are controlled by various intelligence agencies, large financiers, the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who Ted, Todd Benson is? Todd Benson? I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Go ahead. Okay. So Todd Benzman, if people who don't know, he worked for the uh, state of Texas Department of Immigration, Customs, and Border Patrol, basically. Right. There. He was an intelligence specialist, one of the senior level intelligence specialists. He compiled all the data for that was coming over the border, and he was incredibly shocked because what he found is CPS was actually arresting a lot of people coming over that were had direct relations to Hezbollah and Hamas. And this was known as Unit 910. <clears throat> These are highly trained military special operators for the the Islamic fronts, okay, for Hezbollah, that were coming over and being strategically placed in our cities. And he claims that there's thousands upon thousands of these people spread throughout our cities. And I want I want to give people an idea here. <clears throat> imagine the damage that one mass shooter can do. Right. Now imagine that hundred of them. Yeah. Running rampant through your city. Mm-hmm. That's what we're potentially going to be dealing with in the near future. Just just yesterday and today, the federal government reports that they've detected Hezbollah and Hamas coming over the border. We've right. known about this. We've known about this since 2010. Yeah. And they're not doing anything about it. They're not going to do anything about it because that's what people like George Soros want. This is why you have George Soros district attorneys that were funded by George Soros to get put into office. They didn't win their elections. They were placed into office. This is why you have George Soros funded congressmen and state senators and state governors, because what they did is they laxed the laws for violent crimes. They released prisoners from the jails. Why? Well, now think about it. All anarchy can break loose at a moment's notice. During the next national emergency, during the next national emergency, whether it's a pandemic, a pandemic, whether it's world war, whether it's an insurrection, whatever it might be, understand that the next time is going to be different. These people are, are going to hell and high water, guys. Yeah. And that's why the largest army in the world. Do you know where the largest army in the world is, Jim? Uh-uh. Well, American people, but I mean, you talk about standing army or the people. Sorry. Well, it'd be the United States of America. Right. 124 million gun owners in the United States of America. Largest there army in the go. world. Yep. And, you know, I hope to God that one day that army is not called upon, but I just have this bad feeling that it's going to be. That we're, we're being set up, and there are right. people in the light who are yelling and screaming, warning you. That you should be prepped. You should, be, you should have the proper supplies. You, you should be prepared to have three months Three months of no food, no water, no electricity. Yeah. Because things are ramping up here. And if, if World War Three does break out, which I'm going to tell you some things here uh, after the first break that are going to give a clear indication that it's about to break out. Right. Then you need to get ready. You need to prepare. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's real. And that sad part of it is, is that just in uh, New York State alone, there is 1.1 million hunting license issued every single year, year after year. Wisconsin takes the record at 4.5. <laughs> Wisconsin's got some hunting to do over there. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a real thing. So guys, when we talk about what we may have to do, is they're not saying we're not invading anybody. 
we're not going we're not going into somewhere taking over we're just going to you got to be prepared to defend yourself and your in your family and your loved ones mm-hmm. and and to be able to get to the other side of this so that we can stop this kind of lunacy so absolutely um and well as we go to um uh, yeah sorry i didn't yeah let's go to, let's, let's go, go to break we'll come break. back there it, it is. is all right <laughs> all right we'll be right back guys with more dark delicious right for this dark delight on the wysl stations Back to the Dark Delight Show. Yes, sir. Jim, you know, yeah. for the longest time, I got the nickname of the Bearer of Doom and Gloom. Oh, man. It started in December of 2020 after I told people Trump isn't coming back. Trump is not going to win this lawsuit. He's not going to win any lawsuits that Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated. And they called me the Bearer of Doom and Gloom, and it stuck with me. Now, I don't mean to be the Bearer of Doom and Gloom here, but right. at some point in time... In our, our rational lives, we have to look at what's happening in the world and come to a logical conclusion. This situation that is brewing right now is not good. Right. Between Israel and Hamas, between the Middle Eastern states, Russia has moved airstrike groups into the Black Sea which borders the Mediterranean. The U.S. has two carrier groups into the Mediterranean, one amphibious assault group. In the Persian Gulf, including right. 5,000 Marines and over 120 F-16s, yeah. China has just deployed six Chinese naval vessels into the Persian Gulf. That's unheard of. Right. Do, uh, do China, we have um, – okay, sorry. Well, China just rammed a Philippine, Philippine uh, Coast Guard ship, which what? is a major provocation. Yeah. We have uh, economic destabilization globally. The 10-year yield has just hit 5% for the first time since 2007. What happened in 2007 with the economy? Oh, the big, the big bump in 08, right? That was the housing that, crash. That, that's it, exactly. Um, when it comes to social, political, and economic, anything that can go wrong is going to go wrong. I want people to understand that. You know, we really quickly forgot about the impeachment of Joe Biden, which is being brought back now, but not getting nearly as much as attention as we'd want it to. Right. We have the Speaker of the House debacle, which they basically cooed Jim Jordan. I don't know if you saw all that. You had many uh, rhino holdouts that did not want Jim Jordan anywhere near speakership. Well, here's the thing. They're not going to let anybody from the Freedom Caucus into the speaker. Right. Yeah. We, no, that's, we are coming that's to a, a day of reckoning, Jim. Yeah. Well, the sad part of it is this is what we're really good at as conservatives is we're good at the circular firing squad, right? Is mm-hmm. that we continue to do this stupid stuff to ourselves over and over again, and we don't have to. If We all want the same thing, but do we, right? So this tells me that someone's tainted. I actually uh, brought – this was – I was walking through the Denver airport last night on my layover – uh, back from Portland, which actually I landed in Portland, but went over to Washington State, um, that when I was thinking, like, why do we see these people who really have moxie, who will do this stuff? I said, oh, there's a thing in the Congress where if I don't like you, Josh, and me and my friends don't like you, we can vote you out of Congress as other fellow con- congressmen, right? We can, imp- I, you know, I guess we'd say impeach. But we can get rid of you, and then your your constituents have to see if they want to put you back in. 
But there's a whole thing where they have leverage against each other because they can get rid of each other as well. It's not just our choice, but then there's this also subset of things of this whole impeachment process. And it's not that trying to keep one person in line, but the fact that you have all these different you know personalities and stuff, and you wonder why we see them kind of lockstep so easily, because they can get rid of each other. That's a whole other threat that we don't even think about in our daily lives, and why it is we see them not reacting the way they should. Absolutely. Now, what are your predictions, Jim, for the next three months? What, what do you think we're going to see going into 2024? Well, the sad part of it is is that we will start to get caught up in the day-to-day lives of the holidays, which is Thanksgiving or uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. But then the sad part of it is is they're going to start throwing things at this war. And because this war is not sticking the way they want it, it's going to have to get more and more intense. And that means that more and more of our fellow human beings, and I'm not trying to, I'm not even making this a country thing anymore. I'm saying the fellow human beings on earth are going to be slaughtered for their, you know, for their pleasure to get rid of the debt and distract us from what's really going on. I don't see this. We're not, we're not at the bottom of the trough with the depression, recession, whatever, you know, financial crash. We're not there. That still has to come. Um, we're we're going to still see these things. But I, and like I said, I've said this a thousand times, even on this show. Guys, get yourself in the right place so you don't you know do the wrong thing. One things do start going bad, and that's what me and Josh are talking about. We talk about things, yes, in some finality of things, and yes, how horrific they can be. But in reality, it's preparing you for those things. But I do believe it's going to continue to get worse. And it's going to, by the way, they're already starting lockdowns in India and they're already telling people in England that they are locking down because of the, uh, there's a oncoming pandemic. They have not yet disclosed what it is. And that's their words, not mine. So things are coming there. India is already talking about lockdowns and, and British, the British uh, island is talking about locking down. It's coming our way as well. So it's all the tyrannies coming out. They're pulling all the stops out for you folks. <clears throat> The United States is next. So let's transition then. Okay. I didn't live through World War II. I didn't live through the Great Depression. But it appears that we're going to get both of those things at the same time. Right. And so maybe it's a good time going into the winter so people can make appropriate preparations for the spring. To talk about what is best to do. How do, how do we prep right. for what's coming? I mean, you can never be fully prepared. But how do you prepare for what's coming? Right. So number one, water. Yeah. Jim, tell me the importance of water. Tell me how to get water on my land, how to preserve water. What should I be doing? Um, well, there's a couple of different things. Um, there is a uh, chlorine dioxide or MM, uh, MMM or MMS. So there's different uh, acronyms for it. Uh, water purification tablets. Um, a, a simple charcoal filter for camping would be good. But at the same time, most people don't realize in your neighborhood, in a, a distance within you know, maybe 100 yards or a half a mile, know where a water source is at. And even though you have that water source, but do you have the ability to cook something in an open fire. Do you have propane tanks backed up? Do you have simple things like that to be able to purify those those water sources that you get, whether it's from a pond or a stream or what have you? And then then you continue. Then the other and the biggest thing, guys, is you can collect all the water you want, and maybe you got a great system, 
But if you don't have the silver, gold, and brass to cover your butt, then what are you going to have, right? But remember, you got to know your neighbors, and you have to know whether they're somebody you can you could count on when things really do go bad. And that's the whole thing is that this is at the end of the day, guys. No matter what these world governments do, these elites, it's really about those interpersonal relationships, not only with your with yourself and inside of you, but with your neighbor and the neighbor down the street. And so that you know them and in a time when you could count on them for certain things. And not everybody is going to be super reliable at everything, but you got to know what their specialties are. And in a time of emergency, you don't need to be going, hey, hey, dude, what's your qualifications? We've got this whole bomb thing going on or we have this no water thing going on. That's not the time to discover who your neighbors really are. That's absolutely right. So neighbors, water. Well, what about food? I mean, do you recommend everybody go out there and begin homesteading? I don't think well, homesteading's for everybody, but you know it's best to know somebody who does, right? Even if it wasn't end of times, even if it wasn't bad, even if it was the the economy was great and and milk and honey were flowing, uh, I still believe that you prepping your own food and storing your own food in a way that you know the entire process to that is absolutely necessary just for basic life function i think you should know all those things i think you should participate in all those things in just your daily life but in this time right here you can can water let's say you've been canning tomatoes and peppers and and okra and all this stuff and then you start using the jars up because you know it's you're going into fall and you're like oh i'm gonna have some i'm gonna make some tomato sauce for chili and i'm gonna blah 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 right well there's an empty jar now sitting on the shelf no, what you do is you take, you you clean your jar out, and then you can water. You can can water just like you can can your vegetables. So those empty jars that you have that were full of, full of food, put the put water in there. And keep yourself in practice of knowing how to can and do those things. But again, like I said, why not take control of your food source? And that's one of the things, like this weekend, I was with Dr. Artis and others, and we were doing a constitutional event, but... We were talking about some of the stuff that they're still putting into our food. It, uh, the the cone, the, the the snail toxins that they that Monsanto actually produces by the tons every single day, and they're now saying that this this snail toxin is showing up in water sources like fluoride. Well, then that also causes snake venom poisoning like symptoms or long COVID symptoms. So, guys, if you don't even know where your water is or how to purify your own water. You're going to fall victim just to day-to-day life of what they're doing, much less the tragedy if something really goes wrong. So be the be the person that says, you know what, I know where my food sources are, and I know how to take care of myself just on a regular basis. All right. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Sir... Now, the, the uh-huh. good thing about Western New York people is uh, as long as you have some, uh, some 308 ammunition and a long rifle, <laughs> you'll, you'll never go hungry because there's plenty of deer just wandering around your town because your state is absolutely horrible um, at regulation of the deer population. <laughs> wow. Well, um, you know, and deer meat, I mean, you guys would be surprised how much meat is actually in a, in a uh, four-legged animal, if you actually, but do, do you even, I mean, here's the thing, do you even know how to process a rabbit? Do you know how to process a bird? Uh, have you gone quail hunting and pheasant hunting? Have you have you gone quail hunting and, and actually, you know, ate eaten the meat, you know, and what can you do and how do you process it? 
those things are things that I don't think people know even how to dress out an animal, how to keep the hide, how to dress a hide so that it's, it's something you can use long term for either clothing or, you know, a blanket or something to that effect. Uh, a lot of this stuff seems so kitschy cool that you, oh, look, we got this animal hide. I'm going to buy it and put it on my wall. It's so cool. But do you even know the process of how to get that off and, and, and not spoil the meat or spoil the hide and those kind of things? So there's, I mean, those are, I mean, why not learn it? What's, what, what's going to hurt if you learn it? So you got another skill that you didn't use before? That's good. Well, I think one of the most important parts here <clears throat> in the sense of preparation is understanding your community, and you did mention this, is that if you live in an HOA community or if you live in a non-regulated HOA community, know your neighbors, at least the, the five houses that surround you across the street and next to you. Know those neighbors. Be on good terms with them. Know and locate your elderly, the people who are elderly in your neighborhood who might not have someone who's readily available to, to get to them. Understand right. that maybe, hey, we should have an emergency plan in case power or electricity goes out um, and these people can't get to their to their medications or they can't get to their, their various equipment, oxygen or, or what other type of machines that they utilize. Yeah. Well, uh, and get some extra – get a month or two extra of your medications too. I mean that's a whole other thing, right? I, I never thought about that before, but – well, yeah, medication and, you know, know the various skill sets within your community. This is one thing that we do on the social red pill is uh, we, we talk about this and going out there. And when you're in a conversation with your neighbor, you, you say, hey, well, what, what do you do for a living? And they say, oh, I'm, I'm a mechanic or I do this or I do that. Well, now you're understanding and learning their skill sets and you say, well, hey, maybe I need some car work done. I can do this for you. And you start trading and exchanging. Why? Because that's a barter and a trade economy. That's a parallel system that can be brought about in the times like the Great Depression in our country. You know, it's interesting to note that during the Great Depression, a lot of things were done through barter and trade. Skill sets were exchanged because people didn't have the money and people still needed stuff done. Yeah. Well, and that's and what's wrong with that? That's that parallel economy we talk about, right? That we don't have to actually live within their their game. We can play our own game, do our own thing, and uh, that is that's called free will. And why why try to fight for that? Why not just do it now and practice it and create a normal pattern in your life to where you don't have to like recreate that when things are tragic? That's one of the other things. Like I said, I keep going back to. Don't wait though until things are too late. Practice it now. Learn it. Do you guys do people even know how to sew anymore? Like with a sewing needle, like how to darn a sock or how to, I mean, does anybody even know how to do that? I mean, I know we go to the alteration shops, but women, you know, used to always know that. They used to know knitting and they used to know crocheting and they used to know stitching and all that. And and stitching is not just for clothing. You may need to be stitched up, you know, have your arm stitch up, your legs stitched up, something were to go bad. And that's another thing too, is where are you going to go? Do you think those doctors are showing up in a world wartime situation to to hang out with you unless they're, they're made to, or let's say you have a farming accident or out in the field or something. You've got to know how to take care of yourself, at least on the basic level. So basic first aid. Right. Yep. Little stitch. Now, let me ask you this, Jim. Uh Uh-huh. How bad do you think it's going to get? 
It's well, the psychology, the psychological answer to that is worse than we want it to be. Now, does that mean that you know we're running around in our monster trucks with shoulder pads and football helmets on, uh, and like um, you know the uh, Beyond the Thunderdome with Mad Max? I don't know. I don't think that's. I don't think that's possible. But it's not going to be what we want it to be, right? It's not going to be what on my comfort level. But my comfort level may be far more tragic and and less desirable than most people want, right? They're like, oh, I could never live that way. Well, remember, no matter what it is, there's, there's, you know, everybody's like, well, my parents were the worst. Well, everybody's parents were the worst. But at the same time, whatever we're going to go through, it's not going to be what we want. It's not going to be how we want. It's not going to be as clean as we want. And that people will get hurt through this. Absolutely. So... My thoughts are that Iran is going to get engaged in this war very soon and that oh, the yeah. United States is going to start bombing Iran targets uh, within the next week or so. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, well, and see, that's <laughs> this is, goes back to the Hamas thing, like the political group there. But also we know the we're looking at Su- the Sudan's getting involved. We got all this, all the countries to the north are somehow now getting involved. We're reaching over to Iran. Well, what happens when, I don't know, Iraq or Afghanistan decides that they want to get involved? So here comes the Taliban, the Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, wherever that. So all these things start t- t- uh, tipping off. But remember, every one of these labels or names have come up in recent conversations in the last two to three weeks. Oh, Iran. Oh, Iran. Oh, Iran. Well, we just gave them $6 billion or $7 billion, whatever, whatever we lied to you guys about, whatever amount that was. We just gave that back to them for humanitarian <laughs> humanitarian needs. Um, but the sad thing is they're just priming our conscious thought to understand that Iran is already a part of this. That's why you're hearing the name. That's why you're hearing the Sudan. You're hearing Egypt. You're hearing all these different little, like, well, why are we hearing all these names? They're not doing anything, but they want you to think they are. So when it actually, they finally get them to provocate and get involved, you're not surprised. You know, it's normal. And uh, that's all just the psychological effect of this. Well, number one is Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is apparently already involved. The uh, the El, I think it's the El-Shiad, which is the, the group in Iraq that helped uh, the Americans against ISIS, um, have hmm. entered into um, uh, Lebanon um, in support of Palestine. Right. Um, this is uniting a lot of the Muslim world. Right. And it's kind of interesting that it's doing that. Uh, we know that Iran could make a move any moment now. They've warned many different times, and they've been warning for years. I get that. But I really do think that the Americans are going to push the button on Iran. I, I just, I'm just telling you. I think yeah. that – I honestly think that what we're going to see here is some type of false flag – a U.S. naval ship is going to come under attack. We know that there was uh, a missile, missiles that were shot at the U.S. Uh, um, I forgot the name of the ship, the destroyer there in the Med. Mm-hmm. We know there was missiles. They shot them down. Um, and by the way, as a fire controlman in combat systems, fire controlman, I worked on weapon gun missile fire control systems. I manned the councils that probably shot those things down. The last mm-hmm. thing you ever want to hear when you're in there is vampire, 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 vampire inbound. That is the scariest thing to ever hear in your life. Um, right. So for those fire controlmen on that ship, good job on shooting down those, most likely done by uh, Sea Wiz or Sea Ram, one of those weapon systems. But 
we're probably going to have some type of false flag on one of the U.S. naval vessels, just like the Gulf of Tonkin, just like the USS Liberty. Um, there will be a false flag, and it will be blamed on Iran or China or Russia, and it's going to provocate a larger war. Well, I mean, what did you just say at the top of the hour? Uh, China ran into a Coast Guard boat? I mean, come on. I mean, that, <laughs> first of all, I mean, there's a lot of – these things are not moving at 190 miles an hour, and they just happen to run into each other on the water, right? This is not speedboat action. These are large crafts that – Yes, they do take time to move, but they also can be very maneuverable. And to say that they ran into another boat, I mean, that just, again, this is all wag the dog stuff. We're just, it's just telling you it's coming. Here it comes. Yay. Woo, the big hill. We're, all... ah, we're here. We finally arrived. 2023. Welcome to the new world order, people. <laughs> and, and, you know, Jim, going back to a lot of our, our past discussions, yeah. This is about wiping out the old infrastructure to install the new infrastructure. Right. Yep. Normalize that pat that transition over and you want a safe harbor, so here you go. Oh, things are so bad, but we can save you over here. It's just a lot more government. Like nine eleven. Hey, Patriot Act. Ta da. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I, I'm talking more about um, actually carpet bombing the old infrastructure and installing new infrastructure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, did you see Tucker Carlson said that uh, the George Floyd thing was uh, hooey? Did you see that? Well, it absolutely was. I mean, I've, I've explained what actually happened with the George Floyd incident. That was money laundering. Um, that was directly connected to illicit gun and drug trade to uh, radical terrorist groups within Minnesota. Right. And George Floyd was directly connected with that, and he was using a counterfeit $20 bill. And they couldn't allow him to be arrested for that because then the Secret Service would have gotten involved and would have uncovered where that $20 bill came from, from a club that he used to work at that was owned by a woman by the name of Maria Santa Maria, where he was a security guard, and he was let go in March of that year. Um, and he, he took a whole bunch of money with him, which was fake money. Well, the other security guard at that bar just happened to be Derek Chauvin, the police yeah. officer that apparently killed him. Well, what happened is George Floyd was taken across the street, not on near any cameras. Um, he was most likely given a, a lethal dose of fentanyl uh, to kill him. And mm -hmm. uh, they, Derek Chauvin was basically his handler, was a Minneapolis police officer who um, was directly paid off by these uh, this criminal syndicate that operates within Minneapolis. And... They knew that if George Floyd was arrested in book, the Secret Service would have gotten involved and they would have discovered so much more. It's no coincidence that Derek Chauvin was called in after the fact. They waited for 15 minutes for Derek Chauvin to show up and then George Floyd dies. That the same night the, the riots broke out, the first building that burned down was a radio station in Minneapolis known as La Raza Radio. La Raza meaning the race which was right. owned by a woman by the name of Maria Santa Maria. Uh, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I called it, I called it, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have all that detail on it, but it just, it just stank the whole way. 
Um, the fact that they somehow were able to produce a bronze statue of this guy in like months uh, was also just told me that that is well too coordinated. There's way too much money uh, involved in this whole thing. And to see that that is actually what's, you know, how fast that came together and know this guy's background, it just, it stunk the whole way. But again, that was just being useful idiots. Yep, that's it. We'll be right back with more Dr. Lester after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. You know, Jim Price. Yes, sir. As the world's exploding, what's Joe Biden doing? Uh, He's spending time on the beach because, you know, the last days of summer. (laughs) (laughs) Have okay, Josh. You got okay. You got to walk me really. When have you ever seen? Any of our presidents or any other world leaders just sitting on a sandy beach with really no perimeter or security right there with them? When have you ever seen that? I mean, are well, they just opening this guy up to be a target? I, I think that they don't care. Right. It's like taunting Americans, right? Yeah. And uh, 50 Cent the Rapper is actually speaking out about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know Joe and Jill Biden caught today at the beaches just catching some rays mm-hmm. unbelievable well and and again it's uh obviously if you're going to sign up for that job there are other things that you should be doing besides working on your tan I mean I get it you need personal time here and there I don't have a problem with that but He's already taken over already – he's already done almost 370 days he has been not working. That's not like he was taking the afternoon off for a nap. Like he just is a scheduled day off. Already over a year now since he's been there. Yep. Almost 370 days. Now, have you seen this, that there is uh, pro-Israel people showing up to these Palestinian protests – one man in Minnesota drove his car through the pro-Palestinian protest. Um, oh, yeah. We had another gentleman who gets out of his car and fires his gun into the crowd of pro-Palestinian protesters. This is almost like someone's trying to instigate them. Uh-huh. Yep. Provocation, it, it, right? Yeah, it's like they're trying to get all the, the psychos out there to go out there and create a, uh, a riot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what does that do then? Then that allows for the chaos. So then we can create more lockdowns, more you know totalitarian effect, and we all have to you know get locked in our homes, and then wonder why we're starving to death. Guys, it's not about your health. It's not about your success. And like I've said a thousand times, it's easier to kill you than deal with you. And if we they were actually winning, we'd already be in our internment camps. So there is a certain amount of success that we are experiencing. But guys. If you want freedom, it is a battle till your last breath. Freedom isn't one like, oh, I'm going to just do it through 2023 and and that'll be enough for the rest of my life. No, freedom is a constant fight because there's always someone out there who believes they can run your life better than you can. Mm-hmm. There's always someone out there that believes they can run your life better than you can. And they that's what narcissists are and that's what uh, these uh, totalitarian type people are. So yeah, remember that. Did you hear that there was a uh, a judge in California uh-huh. today that uh, overruled 
the assault weapon ban in California and the uh, magazine limitation capacity. Oh, that's nice of him. I'm glad to know he can just legislate from the bench. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Seriously. Well, no, I, that's I, I'm, crazy. I'm glad he was able to do this because Newsom. <laughs> oh, he overruled it or he instated oh, yeah. it? Oh, he overruled Newsom's ban. Oh, 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 oh. I thought it was that, that it went the other way, that there was just a judge that decided to go out and take everybody guns right guns right away. So that's good. No, it's the other way. Apologize. My sarcasm, I take back. Yep. Now, Donald Trump today, guys. I want you to listen. Uh-huh. Heed this warning. The fight in Gaza is coming home to the USA. The tens of thousands of strong young men from the Middle East that have already invaded our country and are continuing to come totally unchecked will become a problem the likes of which we have never seen before. Crooked yep. Joe Biden is a very ignorant, stupid man who has never been right on a foreign policy issue in his life. Close our border now. Stop the onslaught. Stop the invasion. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the the uh, what was it the the Homeland Security Assistant Director that I I talked to in D.C. and I've said this before. It's like you know I asked him, are these are these uh, food processing plants? Are these derailments? Are these sleeper cells in our country creating chaos? And he said, absolutely, absolutely. And that was back in the that was back in April. So this is not something new that that Trump is even talking about. I'm guarantee you he's been told this for a while. Mm-hmm. So. It's a sad deal. And all we got to do is just stop this. There's nobody out there that's out there voting for this saying, "Oh, I can't wait to get some more of this." That's you got to be kidding. You got to be kidding me. So, well, expect disinformation to highly increase. Expect massive propaganda propaganda, state-sponsored propaganda to begin perpetuating. Mm-hmm. If you're pro-Israel, great. If you're pro-Palestine, great. Just don't be pro the establishment of Israel or the establishment of Palestine. Don't be pro any government that is sitting there telling you that this is the truth and this is what's happening. <clears throat> you know, it's the it's the geist that we tend to fall for, Jim. Is right. The government lied about COVID. The government lied about Iraq. The government lied about September 11th. But they're telling the truth about Israel. <laughs> right oh right. i'm sorry <laughs> i was just sitting the last no. word <laughs> it's real it's real yeah and we that's the, that's the shiny object of things right i mean it what even flynn came out and said that it's all bs it's all 9-11 did you see that uh he re- mm-hmm. that he was put in uh gateway pundit and others were reporting about him saying that this whole israel thing's a 9-11 yeah, and then they've been proving Prather, it. Prather and Flynn both came out and agreed that there is no way that Western intelligence, the CIA and the Mossad, didn't know about this. There's no way that the IDF couldn't have stopped this. They could have, but they right. didn't. They allowed it to happen. Oh yeah. This was Israel's 9/11, and this is to instigate the Third World War. To usher in the new world order. Well, and uh, <laughs> golly, God. all right. So we've we've talked about all these different things. We have got to come up with a how do we get through this, right? So again, that goes back to knowing your neighbors, but don't get caught up in the shiny object of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I I really am disappointed that we have allowed ourselves to get to this point. 
I really thought people would start standing well, up a lot don't, sooner. Don't throw this. me in that pile. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> don't throw me in that. I, I, I've been well aware of what's happening. I've been yelling and screaming about it for years. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I've been sitting here, but no one wanted to listen to me until now. I mean, right. we knew that this was going to happen. We knew that there was going to be some type of catalyst event between September 23rd to October 17th. This happened October 17th, October 18th is when this occurred. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And and there's more of these events that are going to come. There's small sequential events that happen that lead to massive, massive cataclysmic events. And it's just all building up right now. The global pressure is building up. The economy is the one thing that people aren't paying attention to because the economy is skyrocketing and boosting right now. Just wait till oil hits $160 a barrel. It is coming uh-huh. faster than you know it. With all the military presence in the Middle East right now, Saudi Arabia kind of backing the Palestinians, you're about to see some fireworks globally, people. I am telling you. And the They already told you they're going to shut down production. Yeah, the they, cost they of goods and it. services is going to skyrocket massively. Yeah. They told you it was coming. I don't know why. It's not even like a a kind of thing. It's They said they're going to shut down production. But where do you think goes in and out of that exact area that we're, we're talking about? This is all of that oil that comes out of the Middle East right there through the uh, – oh, what's that little uh, – what's that little uh, canal that the uh, Ever Given got sh- stuck in the other day? The Suez yeah, the Suez Canal. I mean, that's that's all right there, guys. It's the same area. <laughs> Oil. That's it. Guys, we'll be back with you tomorrow with more Dark Delight Show. Hope you guys have a great day. See you guys. Bye.